It's easy to get caught up in what you're doing, buried in projects, tasks, commitments. It's overwhelming. Remember that productivity isn't the goal, but an imperfect means of measurement. Give yourself the space to simply be mostly productive and supercharge your success. I'm Matt Anderson, and let's explore this idea a bit more. Well, hello. There's a quote from the movie Dodgeball that sticks with me. It stuck with me for a long time, and it's just two simple words. Aim low. Aim low is the motto of Average Joe's Gymnasium. It's not their goal. Their goal is not to aim low, but it's a tactic that they use. It makes sense in the game of Dodgeball. I learned from this movie... The five D's of dodgeball, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Those are all very important things to be aware of in playing the game of dodgeball. But within their game, if they wanted to be successful, they needed to aim low. But when you step back, what they were trying to do as Average Joe's gym was they weren't aiming low. Their goal was actually a heck of a lot higher, and they were trying to save Average Joe's Gymnasium from being put out of business by Globogym, those jerks. And I, I love this idea of just such a simple thing, aim low. It was a throwaway joke in the movie and didn't have any real significance in the overall narrative. But I, I heard that and it's just stuck with me for years at this point. Because it's something that I, I will do. I will intentionally aim low. I'll even you know strategically aim low and it can help bring dramatically improved results in the right situations. It's not always the right thing to do and this is something I'd like to explore a bit in this episode. So I think a bit about habits. Habits can be hard, but they can also be powerful. It takes time to establish a habit. There's a saying I've heard that it takes a month to actually go from trying to start a habit and having it be a habit that you've actually adopted. It takes that repetition for it to become more natural. It's not necessarily a habit if you have to actively stop and think about what are these things I'm going to do to, you know, you, you want that habit to just come naturally. Your habit should make it easier for you to just do the thing that you're wanting to do. At least that's if, you're, if you've built up the good habit that you want to have rather than the bad habit that you want to have because it helps inform the way that you're going to behave by default. And there are many good habits or good methods of establishing habits that are worthy of covering. But in this one, I am going to talk about this idea of aiming low or setting what I call embarrassingly achievable targets in order to be able to build a habit and ultimately grow to a much larger goal and in looking in the rearview mirror, being able to say, yeah, I, 
I continued to only have to aim low on this and I achieved a huge result. Something that if I had focused only on the big picture result, it would have been a lot harder. And I don't know, you know, you can't go back in the rear view mirror and, and know exactly what would have happened. Maybe I would have accomplished it and maybe I wouldn't have, but having that really low target can be super helpful in being able to meet those. So let me give a more tangible example here. And one of them is around a, a general habit that I've wanted to have uh, that aligns to a goal of having a healthy lifestyle. And one of those things that I believe can contribute to a healthy lifestyle for me is regular physical activity of some sort and in particular, natural strength. I'm not someone who's ever really wanted to go to the gym all the time, but I do want to be able to work out using, you know, natural body weight type of exercises and do that with consistency. And I struggled with consistency on this for years. I had these, uh, I would go, it was very streaky for me where I would be hitting that goal. I'd make my, you know, I'd say, oh yeah, I'll do natural strength three times a week or four times a week. And I'll do this many sit-ups, this many push-ups and those sorts of things. And it was, it was something where I just struggled with the consistency. I'd have a week where, oh, I only got it in once or, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, this week I, I did it, th you know, three times or four times and it was really easy. But what I adopted a couple of years ago was one of these embarrassingly achievable targets where I set that target for natural strength at doing one push-up and one sit-up every day. One push-up and one sit-up every day. And that seems like just such a, like, I, I truly would be like, it, it feels embarrassing just saying that out loud. That's what my target was, just one. But inevitably, when I'd get down and get into a push-up position, I'd start and I'd do one. And I would almost never stop with one. And in fact, for the first six months or so that I did this, I, you know, it was at least 10 and sometimes I'd do, you know, multiple sets of 10 as what I was going for. And it was, it, it felt good. And, and actually, you know, if I think back and I'm honest about it, I was doing like six in that, in each of those sets, if I was, if I was doing multiple sets, but it was one plus some because with that target being at one, it was really easy for me to be able to hit that goal. And I didn't feel like it was even any extra work to exceed that goal by a heck of a lot. And I found that as I continued going through building that habit, having that target of just one per day, I was, you know, getting up to a lot more. So it was, you know, 10 per day, 20 per day, 30 per day. 40 per day, even 50 per day without changing what my target was. My target was still one. 
but it just felt really easy to keep doing those. And it was in having such an easy one that if I did get to the end of the day and I realized, oh shoot, I haven't done my natural strength for the day, I could get down on the floor wherever I was, I could do one push-up, I could do one sit-up, and I would be okay with it. And this is one of the really key parts of it is this works for goals or in working toward goals where you can truly be okay with that really low target. This doesn't work for a deadline of a you know proposal that needs to be out the door tomorrow. So I set a goal for myself to this afternoon, I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to write one page of that proposal and magically 20 pages is going to end up on the other side along with some sort of an estimate. That it isn't the kind of thing that is a good fit for this. Your back's against the wall and you can't say to yourself actively, I am actually okay if I only do that minimum goal that I'm aiming toward or that that target that I'm aiming toward. Let me give another example of somewhere where this does work. And it's, I I really dislike doing dishes. I, I think this is not, not unique to me, but I really don't like doing dishes. And it's really easy to look at the sink and to be able to just, you know, kind of want to look away immediately because I see a lot of stuff that has piled up in the sink over time. And when I do that, whenever I actively see the dishes that are in the sink and have that thought about them, I make my target of cleaning one dish that's already in the sink when I do that. Cleaning one dish takes not that long, maybe 30 seconds. I am typically not picking the you know super grody uh, pan that has a bunch of grease that's you know been baked into it or something like that, but I will pick one that I can do in a pretty short period of time. But once I have the soap and the sponge and maybe a scrubbing pad and a little water going, I don't just do one dish. I do two, three, maybe the whole sink. But if I stop at one, I'm okay with stopping at one because in that, I have made some progress and I am closer to that goal that I wanted to get to at the other end. Does it feel as good only doing the one? Some days, yes. Some days, no. But I always remind myself, even if there are others that are in there, I have brought myself closer to the bigger picture goal that I'm looking for. And again, it doesn't work with those things where you have a bunch of work, you are up against a firm deadline and need to get it out now because it's just not, it's not the same mental hack that is working in my favor at that point. So another good one here, I'll just go breeze through a couple in a little less depth, a a reading habit, you know, set that goal to, to pick up the book and I'll read one page, not one chapter, but one page that so often turns into two, 10, a chapter, half a book, uh, depending on what the, what the time you know, I have available is a running habit. I'll make a goal, run to the end of the block and back 
Well, it's really easy from there to extend on. If I'm going to the end of the block and back, I can probably do around the block. I can probably do around the neighborhood. I can probably go further. But I'm okay with it if I just get out and I go to the end of the block. A meditation habit. This is one in another podcast where I would do just one deep breath because one deep breath can feel so good. And I would love to have a meditation habit that was 10, 20 minutes a day to you know really put my mind at peace. But just that one good breath seems so embarrassingly achievable. And if I feel okay, if I feel good about just doing that much, it's still making progress toward that mental space that I want to be in. There are other examples too, you know, writing habits and so forth. I, 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 will, I will stop just for the sake of keeping this episode short, uh, you know, giving examples or any more examples. So if you want to use this and something that I really had to work through that I, you know, if you find yourself in this space where you want to do it, you, you may have a mental blocker on taking this type of approach because it feels a little bit pathetic. It feels like, uh, especially as somebody who has achieved a lot in the past and is capable of so much, such a small, embarrassingly achievable target is pathetic. But the key is to give yourself some space, some leniency, Say, it's okay for this, for this really big goal that I have. I can take just a really small action toward that success and be totally okay with just that little bit. And you know what? If it feels like there's a little more gas in the tank, there's an opportunity to do just a little bit more in that moment, sure, go ahead and do that. But the biggest mental blocker is that it can be so tempting to say, well, you know, but I've done 30 push-ups the last three days in a row, I would be letting myself down. I would be letting down this expectation if I only did 10 today or one today, that minimum goal that I set out. But for that and being able to push through, the idea is you have to be okay with that embarrassingly low target. So sometimes there are these types of goals that I have where I'll pick a really easy target to be able to hit and I'll find that for whatever reason, I struggle to do even that little bit, that embarrassingly achievable target. And if I can't do that, little mini type of step, I really pause and start to ask the question of, is this something that I'm committed to? Is it is the goal that I have on the other end of it really something I care about, that I'm passionate enough about that I'm going to take even these little micro steps? It can be a real eye-opener to say, boy, this doesn't actually matter to me. Because, gosh, if I am unwilling to even do that minimal amount of effort, is this something that I care about? 
Now, the answer to that could be yes. This could be something where there is an actual mental blocker and there are legitimate challenges in the way. And for that, there are other techniques that can try to help break through this because this isn't a panacea. This doesn't work for everything. There are some better fits than others around this. Be okay with aiming low in the right circumstance because not everything, even in a big goal, has to be hard. Moving on to some listener feedback, I'd like to start by saying thanks so much for all the feedback so far. The first episode being out, it feels very real for me and having this out there. The topic, I'm hearing back from you that it was relevant and you appreciated the length, which I'm uh, glad to hear that. I had a bit of a panic attack when I was looking, you know, about to hit the publish button and it was only about 15 minutes long. I thought, oh man, is is this going to be, am, am I missing the mark? Should I have something longer? But uh, I'm really glad to hear so many people who were refreshed by that shorter time frame for this, that little bite-sized nugget. So I'll try to keep them that way. And in this episode for feedback, I'm going to ask you for something a little bit different. I had a you know, pretty general, send me your comments or questions through mostlyproductive.com, but I think that was a little bit too ambiguous, a little bit too generic. So I'd love to see and hear those examples from other people out there that are doing the same kind of thing, either you know ones that are a good fit or ones that ended up not being quite the best fit. Uh, and I'd be happy to share that back out with the community. So So go ahead, send that in either through the link in the episode description as you have it here or through the website at mostlyproductive.com. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.